Welcome to the Friday Five Podcast with your hosts, Brent Lowry and James Gilcrease. Hey guys, welcome to the fifth episode of the Friday Five Podcast. I'm Brent, along with Rex, and we're really happy to have you guys here with us. Uh, Rex, how's it going, man? It's not too bad. It's pretty nice outside, so finally. Yeah, yesterday was rough. Um, Maybe we shouldn't reveal this, but uh, we do record this ahead of time sometimes. Just Um, letting them peek behind the curtain right off the bat. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the the Wizard of Oz. You know, we're looking right behind it. Um, Yesterday was July the 4th. I've already mm-hmm. said um twice. I've already noticed that. We we had some feedback. Um, oh, Ooh, I three. just did it again. I just did it again. Mm. Yeah. We had we had some feedback concerning the podcast. Um, oh god, I just did it again. <laughs> Look guys, we had some feedback. Um, I can't talk. I don't think I'm going to talk during this episode. All right. We had some feedback and my brother pointed out that we say um a lot. I so say um a lot. Yeah. So we're trying to um, (laughs) curb it. So (laughs) good luck to us. And if you want to play a game, you can – how about you take a shot every time we say um. There's going to be some alcohol poisoning in Shreveport (laughs) or around the the United States, whoever listens to this. Don't don't encourage that. Okay. Yeah. There'll be be people dropping left and right during the – My apologies. (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to try to stop saying um and if you hear us say one two or shout out a number it's because we're counting there you go yeah <laughs> so but um oh i did it <laughs> we're gonna get oh, past this man i know i know it needs to be like uh beginning of ghostbusters where they're hooked up to the electric shock machine um yeah. Oh, I did it again. Man, this is bad. I don't know. Maybe I need to go see somebody about this. Becky's okay. My wife says I do it a lot when I'm just kind of because a lot of this is off, you know, off the cuff stuff. I mean, you know, we kind of have notes for what we want to touch on, but right now there's nothing planned. We're just talking. So she says I do it a lot like that. Like if we're just kind of on the fly, I say it a lot. So. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's it's a problem. My name is Brent, and I say I'm a lot. We'll get past it. <laughs> we'll get past it. Let's talk about Fourth of July. Okay. Okay. What did you do? It was good. We went to um. Uh, I went to my my sister and brother in law's house. We grilled out, popped some fireworks. Cool. We had a firework malfunction. That was interesting. If mm-hmm. anyone out there has ever seen the, how do I describe it? It, it's the guy that's popping fireworks. It explodes. His bush cast, catches on fire in his front yard. And oh, he tries yes, to put yes, it out. Yes, he yes. yells some interesting words. Yeah. Yeah. It looked exactly like that. <laughs> okay. Basically, it was like a $50 firework, $60 probably. It was huge. And instead of it shooting up, it one shot of, sideways? Yeah. Something inside it blew up and it split. So all the. um. <laughs> Yeah, all the, you know, canisters were then tilted out. So when the other ones went off, they shot about 
10 feet in the air, landed, exploded everywhere. <laughs> Me and Dakota, my brother-in-law, took cover behind our car. Everyone else scattered. Guess who stayed in a chair the entire time and didn't move about 20 it, feet away? It's got to be your dad, Dave. It was David Lowry. He did not move in inch not moving <laughs> got the best seat in the house not going we, anywhere it was like a war zone I, me and dakota were behind the car ducking all i heard was mom yelling for dad and we didn't hear anything for all we knew he was on fire i don't know but <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun food was good they had a little pull for harrison that was fun yeah and uh yeah yeah good time well, I'm, I'm glad you? you. I'm glad you made it out alive. I I survived. Maybe if a firework had hit me, it would like I would never say um again. So I don't know. Well, um, ooh, there's one. My wife's grandfather always had a Fourth of July party, and he passed away in 2013. That's the year we met, actually. So, ever since then, she's kind of taken it on herself to have a 4th of July party at our house or her house before we got married. So again, fourth year in a row, 4th of July at our house. We had friends. Uh, we had small friends and family uh, come in. So her, we didn't have any malfunctions. We had an issue. You know, those mortal, uh, those mo- mortal shells, mortar shells, whatever you drop in the mortar. tube. Yeah. Yeah. So our good friend, um, Dave uh, Batista. Oh, no. David Awalt, one of my good friends. He was in our wedding. He dropped one down there, lit it. It shot up in the air, did not go off, (laughs) hit the concrete. Oh, no. (laughs) And so my brother, who is in town, him and his wife uh, from Austin, they, uh, he was sitting over there were standing and he did not light any more fireworks because he was on uh he kept eyeing that one to see if it was going to go off if it if it sparked <laughs> up again so after all was said and done everyone had a great time we put uh me and her sister's husband so my brother-in-law brad they're from new orleans mm-hmm. we're backing up all the fireworks some of them are still a little bit warm Yeah, you (laughs) you typically want to let them sit out overnight. (laughs) So we back them up and we put them near the trash. And some people, they were leaving, Brad and Kristen and their kids. They were leaving and Kristen saw something smoke. She started smelling like firework smoke or something like that. And she's like, I smell smell firework smoke. And whoever's with them was like, well, it is in the air, you know, it it does. (laughs) But uh, she picked around the corner, and it looked like some ambers were catching. Embers were catching. Excuse me, not Uh-oh. ambers. Um, so that was a uh, that was quite interesting. We had to put it out like four times, and finally, <laughs> before I left, uh, around eleven, I bagged it all up. I soaked it again, bagged it <laughs> up, just stuck the water hose down in the bag, yeah, the trash bag, and just full blast. Well, turn that puppy a, on. 
That's a lesson to everybody. Let them sit out overnight. <laughs> Let them rest. <laughs> there are two so, more things that I'm thinking about. Um, we had a fire extinguisher out there, and one of them, one of them wouldn't go out. Like it was done, but it wouldn't go out. So Dakota, and it was near another firework. So Dakota went out there to put it out. He turned on the fire extinguisher. It did one little puff, and that was it. I'm like, my gosh, <laughs> that would all go bad. up. We could have all, yeah, we could have been dead. Um, but it reminds me of one back in the day when I was a little kid that my dad bought, it was like a little plastic rocket. And, you know, the idea was you would light it and it would shoot up in the air and explode. I remember, (laughs) I remember dad lighting it on the street. Mm -hmm. It went up about 10 feet, turned midair and shot down the street like a rocket. Yeah. We had one of those where it almost hit my mom in the eye. Oh my God. We were on Suntan, which is not the best part of town um, yeah. growing up, but it was it was interesting. And all these fireworks, I think I text you and Adam yeah. about just the crazy graphics. On, oh, yeah, they're awesome. And the names are just yeah. stunning. There was one called um, that Dakota had called, I think it was called Back in Time or something like that. And the front of it looked like the inside of the DeLorean. I was like. That's cool. That might have been That's the one nice. that that might have been the one that exploded. I don't know. It didn't go eighty-eight miles per hour. <laughs> Another one of the funniest things I'm remembering. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep on this topic, but there were some kids across the street from Dakota's house popping fireworks, and they were just shooting them all over the place. And you would have loved this because the father was sitting on the front porch, <laughs> just yelling at them like, "I told you not to put your face over the firework," you know. <laughs> And I was rule number one. Up. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you knew this father had a talk with his kids before. And yes. they went out there and broke all the rules. You know? <laughs> but uh freaking rebels. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Um we actually have a we had somebody uh send us a voicemail and gave some of their picks to a previous episode that we did with um uh the movie soundtracks. And yeah, he left us a few days ago and we were going to play it on the show. So here you go. Hey guys, y'all are doing a phenomenal job uh, on this podcast. I listen to it. It's my routine on Saturday nights now to, to listen to it uh, while on break at work on break is the key term. Uh, but I had a little bit of input on this top five, especially when it comes to movie scores and soundtracks. So uh, I just real quick, my list is Hunt for Red October, which is weird because I've never actually seen the movie all the way through. I've just seen pieces of it on TV, but I've I'll, I'm in love with that score. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, especially the first one, is uh, just a classic. Uh, Back to the Future, I like all of them, but especially the third one because it's got that little Western tinge to it. Uh, Dumb and Dumber, which is uh, a little bit of a curveball, but I really like that one. Uh, a lot of good bands on that one. And then Batman Forever, uh, which is another uh, movie, maybe not so much, but the soundtrack was phenomenal on that one. So uh, keep it up, guys. Really enjoying it. Okay. Interesting picks. I think – okay, he said Batman Forever. Yes. Well, I had to go back and look at that soundtrack because I was like, okay, Batman Forever. I know U2 was on it with um, Hold Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. And then you had Seal – <laughs> yeah, but that song they go, was like they go hand huge. In hand. 
yeah, it was huge at the time. It really was. But um, oh, I said um, but yeah, it was a good soundtrack. I, I went back and looked at some of the people that were on it, and it was really, really solid. Yeah, you had the Offspring. You have Nick Cave, who is kind of, I mean, he's a little, he's odd. He's really good though. Yeah. But also you had a Massey star fade into use a great track by Massey star. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird. That's one of those songs that I remember hearing, but didn't really think a lot about, I guess, but recently yeah. for some reason I, I heard it again. I'm like, I'm going to see who that is. And, uh, yeah, that's a great song. I didn't know that was on the Batman Forever soundtrack, though. No, 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 no. Tell me now, by uh, by Maisie Star is on oh, okay. the okay. Batman Forever. But you also have Sunny Day Real Estate, Flaming Lips, uh, Brandy's yep. in there for some reason. Method Man, <laughs> Brandy's in there. I didn't. I yeah, forgot about that. And uh, Michael Hutchins, who is was the lead singer of NXS. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, and so, I remember. Um, the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, that was a good pick. I, I honestly almost put that on my list because it was such an obscure soundtrack. But at the time, I had never heard of any of these bands when it came out. But um, it's funny because like every time you hear one of these songs now, I at least imagine the scene from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Because it's just kind of burned into your brain by now because I've seen that movie 60, 70 times. But it, it's a classic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, good picks. Thanks for uh, calling in, man. And uh, yeah, we encourage everybody else to um, just let us know maybe some of their picks based on topics of any of our past shows. You know, send us a a voice memo to our or email, email. Five podcast. Yeah. yeah, email us or leave us a voice memo. And or if or if you know if you know us and know our number, send us a text. That's fine too. Mm. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not but giving I, out the numbers. I'm just saying, and if you know I, our numbers, I think this uh, this episode is going to be probably one of my favorites. M- mine too. This one is the one that I struggled the most with picking five. So, and it's funny. Let's let's tra- let's transition into it now because I saw one of these shows while I was over at Dakota's house for Fourth of July. Nice. We don't have we don't have cable here in the Larry household. We have internet and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we're gonna pick our top five favorite game shows from growing up to present. Doesn't matter when. But um, yeah, let's go ahead and kick it off. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go first here. And um, yeah, here's my first pick. My first pick is Double Dare. Classic. One Growing of the best. Up, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, like I said, I watched it over at Dakota's. They have a new one now. They have one that just came out. Um, it's a different host. Mark Summers is still the, he's kind of the co-host slash announcer. Okay. And it's really good. It's, it's very similar to the old show, but yeah, Double Dare, it started in 1986, went through 1993. And it was the very first Nickelodeon game show. So that kind of kicked it off, kicked off many shows after that. But Mark Summers was the host. And it was it was kind of a it was a two on two. There were two kids against two other kids. 
uh, kind of a question and answer at the beginning. There would be some some games in between, but then the winner of the first part of the show went on to the physical challenge, which mm-hmm. was the most the greatest yet could be the most maddening thing ever watching it because you're just yelling at these kids to hurry up. <laughs> you, you had six, you had 60 seconds to go through eight obstacles. I think I might've seen five winners in my entire life on that show. <laughs> it was really? really, it was really hard. Yeah. You had to pretty much perfect every obstacle that you went through, but every obstacle that you, that you beat, you got a prize, but then the grand prize was if you got them all. And mm-hmm. I bet 95% of the time the grand prize was space camp and (laughs) it was dude. We're watching the 2018 episode. The grand prize is space camp. I didn't know the throwback. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, it's space camp. I always wanted to go there. Here's the thing that I remember. So you have mom, dad, and two kids, right? Yeah. They, they had family double there. Okay. And then most of the time, the prize, like runner up, always threw in a pair of BK Knights. <laughs> yes, yes. Man, I remember that commercial. I could, oh, I'm thinking about it right now. It made those shoes like so cool. <laughs> oh, I never owned a pair. I didn't either. I wanted some. Yeah, I, I think they were just a little bit too pricey for, for the Gilcrease household. Who are these children running around at night in an alleyway? The commercial looks very seedy. <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't know. Like, my kids will not be running through alleys. Not even if they Maybe. have those. Yeah. No, no. Those, those shoes and the ones with, with wheels, I don't get. Every time I see those, I'm like, those look really fun. Then I'm like, I will die if I try that. So, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, they they you kind of mentioned it. Um, they had different versions of Double Dare. They had Super Sloppy Double Dare, Family <laughs> Double Dare, <laughs> Celebrity Double Dare, which are oh my god, dude! I remember one with Weird Al, and um, I don't remember the other. <laughs> it was Weird Al and somebody else. That, that's all I remember. But then they would have um, wrestlers on sometimes. There is a WWF Double Dare out there, where it's four against four. I think something like that. Um, I'm pretty sure the Bushwhackers are in an episode. I Perfect. don't know. We're going to have to YouTube this to confirm. But it was so good. And you also kind of touched on the prizes. The prizes mm-hmm. were always pretty much the same. It would be your, you know, a bicycle or a Casio, Casio I think Casio keyboard. I think that, they had keyboards. Did they ever give out Walkmans? Oh, Walkmans. Every once in a while that they would video game in there, which is always cool, but yeah, it was always Space Camp for the main prize. So, but yeah, can't, Doug, can't fault them for that. That's you really I mean, can. I mean, as a kid, I mean, that's a pretty awesome, awesome reward for uh, making it through eight obstacles in sixty seconds. I mean, you know, good job uh, for those. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, if no one's ever seen the classic ones, definitely YouTube them. They're they're so much fun. And especially some of the celebrity ones, definitely check those out. But yeah, Double Dare, still one of the best ever made, in my opinion, for kids. And still a lot of fun to watch as an adult. So Mm. that's my pick. And let's go over to you. All right. My choice will be 
Sandblast. Okay, I can honestly say I do not remember this. So this is like 94, 95 MTV. So okay. that, put, that puts me at 11, 12 years old. So around the time of like singled out and stuff. Around that era. Yeah, mid-90s. It lasted for like a like season, two seasons. It came on right when I came. Uh, I got back home from school. And I was at okay. my grandparents. And for some reason, my grandmother was always baking cakes. Um, that's <laughs> what she did for a living. So that was kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Didn't she bake uh, a cake for me one time? Maybe. I think she baked my uh, my wedding, the bro- or the groomsman cake. I I don't know. Yeah, she did. How'd you bake your groomsman cake if the if the wedding was in South Carolina? Because the cake that I got in South Carolina, they met it got messed up somehow. And so when I got back, you were staying in my apartment and you presented me with a U two cake and you said your grandmother made this for me and it's like the nicest thing ever. Was it the vertigo? Yeah. Was that your grandmother? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. That was like the nicest thing I was like that's still one of my favorite memories from my <laughs> <laughs> from from your wedding. Well, not that. I mean, well, I mean, it was just so nice because I didn't have a groomsman cake. Well, cool. I I, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Uh, please continue. All right. <laughs> so, Sandblast is it's a couple like it's a boy girl and then versus boy girl, and it's just an obstacle course kind of deal. Like some of the stuff that they would have to do would be. Stuff like slam dunk contest. They're called dunk this. And the teams <laughs> would challenge each other to see who could dunk on the highest basketball goal. There was other ones called hose hockey. Um, <laughs> a member of each team was sprayed with water from a hose by a member of the opposing team while trying to paddle into a goal. That's awesome. It, it was it was just like there was zip lining. There, it was just really cool. Um I don't know why. I just remember this from my childhood. I talked to uh, other people about it, and people are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Of course, it, sound, it sounds like a, It sounds like a spring break show or something. It kind of was. Yeah. Then my, bro- my brother remembers it. My brother remembers everything that I remember. Yeah. So, And we're three years apart, so we're kind of in the same area. But – one of the weird things is the host of it was Summer Sanders. Really? Yeah. She was that's, the first host. That's what I was going to ask if you remembered the host. Okay. And then there was a host, and then there was kind of like, okay, do you remember Wipeout? Yeah. Okay. So you had the people calling the action, and then when they got done to the finish line, if they made it, they would have the the girl host, the female host, <clears throat> interview them. So okay. Summer Sanders was kind of like the female host to introduce and, you know, give a rundown of what they did. The one calling the shots and, <laughs> and like one season <clears throat> was Kevin James. Wow. I need to go check this out. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen Summer Sanders before, you know, figure it out. Yeah. So she was on it. And then Kevin James was also, like, doing live commentary of, you know, oh, Ricky just dunked a basketball, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But yeah. it's kind of a weird pick. It was it was um, filmed in Florida. So okay. it was really weird. 
Not that I many mean, people I, remember it. I guess it took place outside the majority of it then, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. But That's cool, it, man. Yeah. It's kind of almost <clears throat> a precursor to MTV Real World Road Rules Challenge. Oh, they're so good. That the teams are on. And look, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I didn't even list the challenge on my top five game shows. Oh, man. Because you and, I, you and I talked about, or I pointed out that, in my eyes, Big Brother, Amazing Race, The Bachelor, yeah. they're all game shows. They're just yeah. series-long game shows. Yes, it's reality, but in the end, they win something. So you and I talked about, where do you draw the line? So that's why we put you know, game shows that we grew up watching. Yeah, yeah. Because it was before reality. Because the only reality out there was real world. Yeah. And, I, yeah, I would say, I guess, you know, the challenge episodes were still – I mean, the challenges are just kind of placed in there throughout the drama of the reality show. Yeah. Yeah. So – and I think that's how it is for Survivor, stuff like that, which I, I love all those shows that I just listed, by the way. Like, I, I watch them – do you remember do you remember the mole? Yes. I love that show. It only went like two seasons, I think, but I was a massive fan of that. And they did the celebrity mole. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't see that one. Yeah. But anyways, Sandblast, 1994, 95. <laughs> I it love was the actually name. 94 to 96. God. That so. sounds like a WCW pay-per-view, honestly, but mm. should we go Great American Bash? Or or sandblast. <laughs> it's a tough decision. So I'm uh, interested to see what else you pick. All right. Here is my next pick. All right. My next pick is um, it's kind of an obscure one because I can't really find anyone that has ever heard of the show. Uh, the show is Masters of the Maze. Have you ever heard of this? No, not okay. at all. It it was it was not a well known show. As far as I know, it only came on the Family Channel in the U.S. from 1994 to 1995. There were two hosts. Uh, the first season, the host was Mario Lopez himself. Yeah. Second season was J.D. Roth, which that's that's a name probably didn't sound familiar, but I promise if you saw him, you're like, oh, it's that guy. You know, <laughs> I've seen. I've seen him in like a dozen things, but I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, you'll I bet you'll recognize him as you see him, but the show was really weird. It was like the beginning of it was a question answer format, like pretty much every show back then for kids. Mm-hmm. The kids were dressed like the best way I can describe it, they were in like Terminator outfits. <laughs> they were are it was they were like an armor basically. Cool. It was a very it was a very futuristic type show, but the guy who created the show was named Hal Berger, who was the creator of the Nintendo Power Glove. I thought that was so interesting. So All he's this the one information. That <laughs> I didn't know this till recently. I was like, wow, that that is cool. But the point of the game, the winners of the question answer portion of the show would go into a maze. It was a very futuristic looking cave slash maze. And one of the players went in while 
the other player stood outside the maze with like a giant joystick. And when the player with the joystick would move it, like say they moved to the left, mm-hmm. the one inside the maze, their suit would vibrate to the left. So they, they that's pretty cool. Nav- yeah, they tried to navigate them through the maze. And the one inside the maze would come across like these different entities within the maze that had like puzzles and stuff they had to solve. And like there was a part where they had like a laser blaster on their arm and they had to aim at a screen and shoot these enemies and stuff. It was real like wacky, but man, I loved it. I thought it was so good. <laughs> it it seems like very high tech for that time period. For that time it it did. It felt really high tech, but yeah, I think it only lasted like two seasons, but I I don't know. I was a huge fan of it. I just liked it. I don't know. It was it was very very different, and it was just cool. I, it didn't last long, but I liked it. You know. <laughs> well, look. So I'm reading up on JD Rob. Okay. And he was in a ton it, of stuff, and it mentions Funhouse. Yes, Funhouse. Me and my brother talked about Funhouse recently. I will go ahead and say this. When you know, we have a long list of topics and we just yes. add every day, just about. So whenever you and I decide, okay, this is the topic we're going to do. I kind of, I kind of make a list and I go back to my brother to fact check. Yeah. And he talked about JD. He talked about Mario Lopez. He worked with a guy. They were really, really good friends. And he would always mention Mario Lopez, the the friend, and I think it was JD Roth. Really? Because I'm because I mentioned oh man, what Finders Keepers. Do you remember this game? Yes. Okay. Is Finders Keepers the one where they're in like the big house? Yes. Yes. I remember that. Okay, now wait a minute. What's the show you said a second ago? Funhouse. Okay, I don't remember Funhouse because for some reason I was thinking Funhouse was Finders Keepers, but I do remember Finders Keepers. So, I can't remember much about Funhouse. I just remember it for some reason. Yeah. And my brother mentioned, my brother is the one that told me about Funhouse. I remember it, but I didn't go over it like I should have before we recorded. So. No, that's fine. Yeah, it it sounds It was basically like a double dare situation as well. Okay. Let me, let me, uh, sorry, you know, talk to yourself. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, similar in format to Double the Air airing at the same time. It was on Fox. Okay. It's one of those things that if I saw it, I guarantee you I would recognize it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, a year after fun. Okay. I'm not going to read all that. Honestly, I'm I'm thinking this episode um, is probably going to have to have a part two one day. There's like- <laughs> Yeah, it, you and I talked about it before we started recording, and I told you, I was like, there's no, like, I have to have more than five. Yeah, I can definitely talk, think of some more. We talked about a um, what's that term? Oh, a uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, great pick. I, I'm I'm gonna have to check this one out. Yeah, check it out. They're on uh, YouTube. Might be worth looking at. It was really unique for the time, but uh, yeah, that's my pick. And let's go over to Go Crease for his. All right, my next selection is probably the greatest game show of all time. Oh, my gosh. The Price is Right. This, you're sick. You're in the 90s. (laughs) Yes. You're laying on your grandmother's couch, most likely. (laughs) And 
you're watching The Price is Right. Yep. And then immediately after that, the soap operas start. Yeah. That's the end of your day. That's the end of the That's from 11 to like three. (laughs) Yep. Then Judge Judy. (laughs) And then then the judge comes out. Then the day picks up. So Bob Barker, great host. And then, uh, excuse me, then you had Drew Carey after that. Who's done a good job. Yeah, pretty pretty good. I haven't really watched it that often because, you know, once you hit 35, you got work to do and you don't get yeah. to stay home and watch Prices Right, unfortunately. <laughs> <clears throat> do you – what game would you want to play on Prices Right? Oh, Plinko, easily. You want to go – you would I, go Plinko? I would go with either Plinko or the, the Mountain Climber or the Yodeler. I, I don't oh, know what it's called. Yeah. I like that one. And Plinko is just like – is I don't know. I'm a little OCD, <laughs> and Plinko is so like relaxing to me. I don't know. I, I can see that. Yeah, I, see I like that it happening. I would. I would go. I don't mind the golf one. I'm horrible at golf. The putting. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like the one where you pick you pick some numbers and then you step. You, they had like this little board on the floor. Mm-hmm. And you just step to whatever number you think is next in the price. Do you remember oh, this? Okay. I, I'm not sure. <clears throat> I don't don't recall that one. That one, and and anytime you pun- you had to spell the word car. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. It's it's just really good. And I told you b- uh, before we got on air that I had to take my friend, uh, you know him too, T Bone. Yeah. He's flying out to California tomorrow or uh, today, and. Last night he was at the Fourth of July party and he goes, "Man, I'm going to be on <laughs> Price is Right." I was like, "Is he really?" It's supposedly, I was like, well, he's "In the crowd, <clears throat> at least." Yeah. I was like, "Please, for the love of all that's good and holy, <laughs> just pick Tim." Yeah. Because I love Tim, but he's just. He could probably do it. I mean, from my understanding, I, I don't know why I know this, but yeah, I mean, they, they go outside to the line, they interview people, and basically, if you make enough enough of a scene, they'll pick you. Oh, oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm from Shreveport. <laughs> and, you know, but anyways, Price is Right, and then let's talk about the fact that Aaron Paul who yeah, was Jesse. Was yeah. Yeah, he was on, and he, I think he won. Oh, I didn't know he that. got he got into the showdown. And I believe he won. That's great. But if you don't know who Aaron Paul is, he's Jesse off of Breaking Bad, Captain Cook. Yeah. So, anyways, that, that's kind of a weird deal, but I don't know. It's just relaxing, and it just reminds me of my grandparents' house. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, for some reason, it does me too. But yeah, what you said about being sick and watching Prices Right—that's just dead on. Like, I mean, that's one of the things you look forward to. You're like, I'm sick. I, a, I don't get to go to school. I mean, I don't. Yeah. B, Price is Right. <laughs> C, Super Nintendo. <laughs> and I'm going to try to guess the prices of all these things. Yeah, there's one guy. I, I've, I've recently looked it up. <laughs> and it was, on, it was on the Price is Right. And they're like, you know, it's some vacuum cleaner or something like that. And everyone's taking their guess. And they get to this guy. And he's like... That is, you know, $384, Bob. And you're like, oh, you're very uh, specific. And he's like, 
Well, you had this item on two weeks ago, and I remember the price. <laughs> they screwed up. And so everyone else got their prices in, their bids, and then ding, ding, ding. And he's like, someone got it right on the money. And, <laughs> and they're like, sure enough, dang it. that guy gets it. So yeah. he goes up there and, you know, oh, Bob, I've been watching you forever. Everyone says that. And yeah. So he's like, well, let's play this game. And he goes, well, Bob, where's my $500 bill or $500? I can't remember what they gave out. If you yeah, got it right on the money. I think it's, I think it's five maybe. So, and then he just, he just cleaned house. Yeah. It was the over under. Like, do you think it's this number oh, or do you think yeah, it's that yeah. number? Yeah. So, and he, cl- I mean, he took it all home. So that's awesome. Good for him. Good for I him. I love the, um, <laughs> I love the um, – what's the last thing they do? The something showcase. I can't – Showcase showdown. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I only see this when I'm sick. So, um, My favorite is when they get somebody that has no clue what they're talking about, and it's a showcase showdown. They show everything, and someone's like, uh, 86,000. <laughs> I'm like, okay. yes. Yeah, they're just they, – they really um, – they shouldn't have made it that crap far. the bed. Yeah, it's always interesting to see that, but yeah, it's, classic show man. Also, I like to see um, when people bid on the showcase showdown and they go yeah. over by like a hundred bucks. I just like oh, to see yeah. people just like, oh my gosh. But I also like to see when people win both showcases. Like yeah, if you is, get within how how is uh, dollars? You win both automatically. You win both. Oh, wow. Okay. But I wonder, like, I wonder if anyone's gotten it, like, just to the T. $26,387, Bob. Yeah. I, okay. Well, we're going to have to look this up. Has anyone ever bid the exact price on the on the very beginning of the show, um, gotten a dollar on their first spin, which Ooh. I think you get money for that, too. You get a grand. Yeah. And – gotten the exact price in the showcase showdown oh the triple threat yep <laughs> that's a triple crown winner there yeah watch out all right well uh take us to the, your next pick my next pick we're kind of continuing on with the nickelodeon shows here it's going to be legends of the hidden temple perfect yes i love this it. Out of all the game shows I listed, I mean, Double Dare was definitely near the top, but this was the show I wanted to be on. This was the mm-hmm. ultimate kids' game show. It was hosted from, uh, or not hosted, but it was on the air from 93 to 95, and it was hosted by a guy named Kirk Fogg. And, of course, his sidekick was Almac, or Almac, I don't know how to say it. The uh, It was a talking stone temple guardian who would kind of give you clues about the the episodes topic and randomly shout out things throughout the show. <laughs> um but yeah, we always used to make fun of Kirk Fogg as kids because like at the beginning of the show he would swing in like on a rope. Right. Really? Yeah, it was like 4 feet above the ground, but he was like, man, that dude was strapped in like he was going down a mountain. <laughs> so it it took him like 15 seconds to unhook. I'm like, god, Kirk, come on. I was but, about um, to say a horrible joke. What? He was strapped in like the blue blazer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we might have to edit that one. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it was uh, 
you know, once again, it was a question-answer format, but they would have games in between where they would have to, you know, solve various puzzles and just a bunch of wacky stuff. But one of the one of the most memorable things about the show were the team names, um, such as the Green Monkeys or the Orange Iguanas, the Blue Barracudas. Mm-hmm. I'm just naming them off the top of my head here. Uh, the Silver Monkeys, I think that was one, but... I remember... A silver monkey sounds so familiar. It was the name I, of the team. Yeah, I remember the shirts. Yes. Each okay. So the silver. Let's go back to the blue barracudas. Okay. They would be blue shirts and then a gold emblem. Yeah, of a like a barracuda emblem. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I was like, man, those that's pretty cool. <laughs> would you would you wear one of those shirts? Like out today. Yes. No, I'd wear it around the house, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go representing the Barracudas. <laughs> More of an orange guy myself. More of an orange iguana, to tell you the truth. But yeah, everybody had a everybody had a team they wanted to be on. I always like the orange iguanas. But yeah, the show started off with like six teams, but then like within the first two minutes of the show, it was narrowed down to two teams. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, question answer riddles. They would have to do little games in between, but the winner got to go into the temple. Yes. The temple was so memorable for so many reasons. The the first reason is that there were temple guardians that were spread throughout this temple in random rooms hiding. To say that these temple guardians scared the living crap out of these children (laughs) is a massive understatement. (laughs) Go back and watch some of these episodes. It is some of the funniest stuff you'll ever see. They popped out, and these kids just scream bloody murder when they come out. And Good. If, you, if you didn't have, like, an emblem to give them, like, you got these little tokens throughout the show. Yeah, to save your life. Yeah, that's the only way you could – that's the only way they would go away is if you gave them one. But if you didn't give them one, they would grab you and, like, take you, like, back into their hidden chamber. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Oh. So when, when they – correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay, you're in there. You get taken. You don't yeah. have a lifesaver. I go in. I think the other player then got to go in. Yes. And they had to finish off. I remember they had to put like a mon- uh, a monkey. Yes, the statue. shrine, the shrine of the silver monkey, and no one could do it. Yeah. And they had to put it together. <laughs> yeah, they right? had to. Do, they had to do like I think it was like three or four pieces, and they had to assemble it. But man, these kids could not figure that thing out. <laughs> Do you think? Do you think at your age right now you could figure it out? I could figure out the shrine of the silver monkey. Because now, I, if I if there was a I don't know if I knew there was a temple guard in that room, I might not. I don't know. Here's the thing: I watch Survivor, and they're always having to put puzzles together. I'm like, I watch every season of Survivor. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I think I can do this. <laughs> but then I like that's me after I eat, drink and feel good and have energy these people are out in 115 degree heat yeah (laughs) no water no food and they're trying to put together you know a puzzle and it's just like trying to solve a rubik's cube yeah it's just (laughs) awful you're just watching them just screw it yeah well the kids on legends of the hidden temple were very well fed so they have no excuse no yes Legends of the Hidden Temple were like if you took the game, the board game Fireball Island. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-mm. 
and Forbidden Bridge, which I'm, I'm listing off like two of the greatest board games ever, and you combined them, that was Legends of the Hidden Temple. So, okay. If you've never seen it, I hope everyone listening to this has seen it. But if not, hit up YouTube. No one, no, no one's listening. We have listeners, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> I can count three. Um, there were 60 on one of them, but it was probably just me listening over and over. But because it's that because it's that good. No. <laughs> but yeah, that's my next pick. Legends of the Hidden Temple. And let's go to yours. My next choice is Video Power. I have to say I, I've heard of this show, but I never watched it when it was on the air. You're going to hate yourself. I know. <laughs> I wish I Just did. right off the bat. So it came on uh, – my brother and I talked about this as well. We say it came on WGN. Yeah. So it was not Nickelodeon or TBS or anything like that. It was WGN, which is kind of an off-channel when it comes to kids' game shows. Yeah, it's kind of a strange choice. But basically – you just you played a video game and you you would advance then it was q and a, like you know quiz and then you would play another video game but the first round was johnny on the spot and that was quite interesting there was a guy hosting it called johnny arcade oh that was the actual name of the the, <laughs> the beginning the host no it was called johnny on the spot that that was the first round of the game oh that's funny because when it first started, it was just basically like a rundown of video games. Yeah. And then it went from that to the second season. It was actually like a game show. Okay. So, but one of the coolest things is if you win, you get to run through the mall, like a mall of video games. And there are Velcro. And you were on. You had this Velcro suit on. Did you have to stick them to you? And you stuck. You stuck the video games to you. Oh my god, dude! I remember this. Okay, I remember it. I remember that part. I don't remember the first part for some reason, but I remember grabbing things and sticking them to your suit. Yes. That's so awesome. People would run around and like. I watched an episode recently, <laughs> and I saw like. Paperboy, I saw Batman, I saw Ninja Turtles video game, I saw it all, dude. I, I was like, man, like, how fun would it be? It, it's just like going through the Toys R Us run. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, the, the Super Toy run. That was a dream of every child back then. Yes. So this was just like that, but it was strictly video games. And then they had, like, a special video game. Yeah. And it would be like, Something no one would pick up. <laughs> just, but right now it's probably on eBay for like a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so he, this guy, you would pick that up. Whoever was running the maze would pick up that special one, and they would get, you know, a Casio keyboard or something. <laughs> but they were giving out the grand prize. Like some of these grand prizes were like video game systems I've never heard of. Really? Yes. And like a Neo Geo console? Yeah. So that was one of the bonus prizes if they got the, you know, secret game. 
So, which I don't understand why it's called a secret game because right before they run it, they like, you got to pick up Paperboy 2. That's the secret one. <laughs> but it's kind of like hidden everywhere. And, yeah, but, but while while there's Johnny Arcade and then there's another host that does it with him. Uh, but one of them's like, the guy's in the maze, pulling and stuff, you know, putting it on his vest and helmet and everywhere. And he's like, oh, he's coming up. He's coming up to the green door. I'm, I'll, you know, I think there's something there's something special. And it's like you're actually telling them where the secret game is located <laughs> you're basically losing money yeah so yeah. Well, maybe maybe like the audience could just hear or something uh maybe i don't know but this dude came down and then you know, like at the end there was a slide and you 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 would slide onto a bean bag man i i remember this so well i just i didn't know that that was video power that's weird mm-hmm. that's yeah awesome. we 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 loved it growing up it only lasted like three seasons maybe Two. Yeah, yeah. The vast majority of these shows uh, lasted only one or two seasons, but they recorded a ton of episodes. Yeah, like let's see, number of episodes. The Power Team was fifty-five minutes, where it was kind of like the talk show part, or, or fifty-five episodes. And then the game show, the second season was fifty episodes. It's it's just really weird to me. They have to start releasing these things on DVD. No, no. <laughs> Would you buy it? Yes. Would I buy like the beginning to end of all Double Dares? Yes. Oh man, um, I don't know why. I guess it would get old after like the fifth episode, but yeah. <laughs> so YouTube. All uh, right. Yes, YouTube. That's the answer to everything now. Yep. So YouTube. go ahead uh, uh, with your next pick. My next pick is probably okay. We'll have to figure out which one came first. I'm pretty sure yours did, but my next pick is Nick Arcade, which was in 1992. I wonder when Video Power was. 90 to 92. Okay, I'm pretty they ripped sure this off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nick Arcade was inspired by Video Power. I mean, kind of, not not completely, but um, it was hosted by Phil Moore, and the game was. It was two teams of two people. And yeah, it was like most games. I mean, question and answer. They they would there would be a character named Mikey, and what you would do is there would be like a game board, and you would choose which way you wanted him to move. And based on what block Mikey went to, it would pop up as like either, you know, a question or a video challenge or mm-hmm. you know, just various things like you lose a point or something or whatever. The video challenges were always fun because basically it was one person from each team who would then go to an arcade machine and battle each other. And it was just, it was, it was a really fun show. I mean, and the winners, like wh- whoever had the most points at the end of the show entered the video zone. That's when it cranked up. That's when it <laughs> got really interesting. <laughs> that when it, that's when it got to 11. Because these kids would go through this door that looked like the door on WCW Saturday night. <laughs> there would be smoke everywhere. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they were in a video game. Now, at the time, that was mind-blowing. Yes. I went back, and when I was looking up Video Power, of course, Nick Arcade kind of popped up in the same yeah. list. 
and I was like Nick Powell, Nick Arcade. I was like, I remember this, and I was wa- I ended up watching an episode on YouTube. And I was just like, holy crap! <laughs> like it blew my mind. I'm 35. It blew my mind. Still, I'm like, yeah, These guys are in a video game, and you could you could like you had to punch or press a, a button. You had to quote press a button, mm-hmm. but actually you just kind of. I guess it was green screen. Yeah, it was green or blue screen or whatever. But yeah, it was essentially just the kid standing in front of a blue screen. But like they had obstacles though, so they had like obstacles, I guess, covered in blue, um, a blue tarp also. Because like during certain parts of the game, you'd have to go upstairs and stuff. You would have to climb over a box. Yeah, yeah, and they would have to collect a certain amount of coins. And- and if you got enough coins, you faced off like against like the wizard or something. <laughs> and if you beat the wizard, you win a grand prize. But for the time, it was pretty revolutionary. I mean, I couldn't figure it out. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just swinging. What kind of magic is this? Yeah. <laughs> Dark magic. Yeah, yeah I I, uh, I watched Nick Arcade as well, and it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. it. I would love fun. like all these all these game shows. I would want to be a part of. Man, yeah. I mean, that was the big thing is that you know you just kind of wanted to live in the Orlando area, so you would constantly be able to audition for these. But yeah, that's nice. that's that's when Nick was pretty. Uh, I mean, that's when they had Nickelodeon Studios and they filmed all these shows like within the studio, and they just had. They had stuff coming out left and right, but Nick Arcade's a classic. It's one of their best. And uh, I like yeah. it. That's my pick. Check it out on YouTube. So, <laughs> uh, Gilchrist, what you got? My next selection is Wild and Crazy Kids. Man. <laughs> Perfect. I had, a, I had the... Probably my first celebrity crush, that girl, that redheaded girl. Who? There was a redheaded girl. You don't remember her? No, not not off the top of my head. She was a host on the show, but anyways, go ahead. Wild Crazy Kids was, it had 75 episodes, and guess how long it ran? Three years. Yeah, two, three seasons, and that's it. It's a lot of episodes. Omar Gooding was a host. (laughs) Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. <laughs> he looks just like him. That's true. So the reason why I, you had three teams of just a batch of kids. I can't remember how many kids, but yeah. there's a lot. But I just remember all these cool games. I remember this one's not, not as cool, but um, <laughs> I'm thinking of one. Which one are you thinking of? Thinking of the one where they turn the crank and the pie hits them if they turn the crank too many times or something. I don't remember that one. Yeah. There's a game called Pie Face, I think, out yes. now that's just like it. Okay. I remember there's one where you had to you see who, which team could chew the most bubble gum. Okay. I, I remember that one. Yeah. So you, would like a, you would spit it out and put it like on the, the scale, scale or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then there was there was also – Donkey basketball. Don't remember that one. <laughs> it was basically basketball, but the kids were on top of don- like riding donkeys. <laughs> really? Yeah. Man, that must have been a later episode. Red light, green light. 
That's the one you're talking about. It was called Red Pie, Green Pie. I like, th- yeah, maybe. Like, or no, there was like, um, there were some dice that you threw or something, like some giant dice, and then like if it landed on six, you had to turn turn the crank six times and hope you didn't get smashed in the face. I don't know. Tug of War was on there, yeah. but my all time favorite was Dizzy Bat Home Run Derby. I remember that. <laughs> These awesome. kids would just spin around. <laughs> and they would have a ball that would be T-ball. Yeah. And they would just have this huge window frame of glass. And yeah. each of them had different points, like 50 points, no points, 100 points, whatever. And you would just hit the ball into glass and the glass would break. And I just thought this that is the would best be thing so ever. fun. Yeah. yeah. Like I really want, you know what, for my 40th. <laughs> Man. Are you saying you want a wild and crazy kid's 40th birthday party? (laughs) Wild and crazy adults. Consider that done. That's a different story. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But but anyways, three-legged soccer. It was just just really fun because it was like, man, I wish I could do all of this. And you could easily do it. You could have gotten your kids. I mean, not your kids, but you could have gotten your friends together and you probably couldn't do the the ba- the glass one or the ride yeah. the donkeys one, but you know the bubble gum, the pie, all those. There's the tug of war. There's one called cops and robbers played on the set of Miami Vice, spectacular <laughs> at Universal Studios. What man? I'm well, looking the, at like like the tug of war for example didn't have like a huge or there was like a mud pile in the middle or something like a mm-hmm. trench or something yeah yeah that's that's one of the reasons i think the show was so well received is that a lot of the games were very doable yeah they were they were kind of simple but they just you know they they tweaked them a little bit to where they were a little more extreme their tug of war hear me out <laughs> tug of war on the uh <clears throat> the show Pitted three professional wrestlers against a team of kids. Okay. Look, here, here's your winning combo. Yokozuna. <laughs> Van Vader. Big Van Vader. These are the actual people? No, no, no. This, this is oh. your winning combination. <laughs> yeah. Yokozuna Those... would have the rope tied to him in the back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then I would put Hexall Jim Duggan. He would, he would, he would be the first one. Yeah, because he would be just glaring at you with his crazy eyes the entire time. Yeah, that's, psyching that's, you out. That's that's the one I would go. I would go hacksaw, Vader, and then Yokozuna. They would never go in the mud. No, <laughs> never. Anyways, if you you probably seen Wild and Crazy Kids if you you know grew up in the nineties, but it's a great show, and I didn't even look it up on YouTube, but I might have to do that. But it just. It just seemed like a lot of fun. I got to say real quick, the girl's name was Jessica. So, yeah. And, <laughs> and the, the second thing I want to say is they toured and they came to Hearst Coliseum in Shreveport and I went to it. What? Yes. They had a wild and crazy kids tour. I don't remember what year it was, probably 93, 94. And they went to different cities and they, they came to Shreveport to Hearst Coliseum. And I was there, uh, Jessica, Donnie, and um, Omar were there. And they just had like a little stage kind of in the middle. It was kind of like you sat in a circle around it. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they just had different game shows and stuff, di- different you know games from the show. And you're um, telling me they took this thing on the road? They did. Yeah, there was a tour. <laughs> I remember. What? I remember it clearly. I remember Dad jumping up and screaming like a nut because he because <laughs> he wanted to get pied. <laughs> Jeez. Not even joking. Jeez. He didn't get picked. Of course not. They're trying to find adults or something during a segment. But yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Is this ninety five? Might have been. I don't remember. Kids encouraged to make a me- make mess at Nickelodeon's Wild Crazy Tour. Yeah. That that had to be it. Wow, not I was thinking it was earlier, but yeah. At the Wild and Cra- uh, Wild and Crazy Kids Live Tour. Jeez, yeah. Louise. Man, <laughs> really cool. random. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, tickets are on sale, of course. Usual yeah. ticket outlets are $9, $11, and $15, depending on seat location. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, we're we're going to run. We're going to run over. Go ahead with your number nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. All right. Here's my pick. All right. My last pick is going to be Guts, hosted by Mike O'Malley, who I've seen pop up recently on different shows over the years, and I always just think of Guts. What's the name on Wienerville? (laughs) I don't know. What's Wienerville? Wienerville was the – you had the adult heads, but the bodies were like little puppets. Oh, I remember that. That was a whole show? Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that. Anyway, I, I, I kind of remember that, but um, he was on a couple of shows that I remember. One was on CBS, and the other one was uh, he was on Parenthood. Yeah, I remember the one on CBS, whatever that was. But yeah, probably one of the uh, most iconic game show songs. Real simple, but uh, Guts aired from '92 to '96. Uh, we would once again make fun of this show sometimes because it was no there were no question and answers it was all you know obstacle courses but they would pad these kids up like they were about to go to war they mm-hmm. would put they would have mouth guards in and basically <laughs> all they would be doing sometimes is paddling in a little boat across like 2 feet of water and it's just like okay but yeah it was a very very physical show they had like different games like slam dunk where you're on like a bungee cord and you would have to jump off this tower and try to dunk the ball. And, but it was known best for the final portion of the show. Agro crag. There was a mountain called the agro crag. (laughs) (laughs) And all the contestants went on it. There were three and it was, it was a points game. Like the final, the final challenge was the aggro crag and like i think the winner got like 500 points but anyways they would have to climb this mountain that was built into the studio while rocks water steam (laughs) pelted them in the face and the first one to get to the top hit the button was the winner yeah the winner got a piece of the crag so they got a giant glowing rock of the mountain from the mountain that has been in so many garage sales. I was about to say, I found a piece of the crag one time on eBay <laughs> for like $600. And to say I didn't think about it would be a lie. Jeez Louise. But yeah. Why didn't you? I don't know. I don't know. Probably because 
I would be kicked out of the house. I don't know, but it was a great show. It was really good. It it spawned some other kind of spinoffs called Global Guts, where they got yeah. kids from around the world to compete against each other. And and the winner of the show would grab their flag and run in a circle around. <laughs> yeah, around the track. Around the track, like they just won the Olympics. And um, it's just a good show, a good good fun show. Another another Nickelodeon show, and yeah, that's my pick, man. I enjoyed it. My my friend Cassidy, the one that had all the Nick, uh, the Ninja Turtle toys. Yeah, he went to a taping, but they really? did not they did not air it because one of the participants broke their <laughs> arms. <laughs> but gut guts wow. was, guts was basically again. This is another one that I wanted to put on my list, but there were so many. Yeah, was basically a kid version of i think american gladiator yeah it was very very similar i wish there were gladiators that were going against the kids though that would have been Man. fun remember Jeez. mo the referee yeah check yeah. the leaderboard mo <laughs> <laughs> all right michael malley yeah um great pick i loved guts growing up love guts love mo <laughs> you do take your pick <laughs> I'll 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 take guts over Mo. <laughs> she wasn't very attractive. Mm-hmm. She looks like she wor- worked at Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> she just came straight there after work. Uh, oh boy! All right, um, my my turn. Yeah, final final picker. Okay. My last pick is Supermarket Sweep. I can't even, like, I'm speechless because that was a great, great show and a really funny show. I don't know if it came on every, I can't remember every day or once a week. I think every day. Yeah, when it was in syndication, it was pretty much every day, like twice a day. And me, me and my mom, my brother, my dad, we would watch it. Yeah. And to the point where, like, when it came to Saturdays and we had to go to the grocery store with my mom, <laughs> we acted like it was supermarket sweet. <laughs> You you went straight for the meat aisle and got the hams. Yeah, because that those are going to cost you eighteen easy. Yeah, um, <laughs> but really good. And I don't know. It's weird how they made a gr- like a game show out of a grocery store. Yeah, I always like, I wondered. Would never think about that. Well, I always wonder too. Okay, it looked like an actual grocery store. What no, did they, they do built with that? They yeah, had to yeah. Build that. But what did they do with all that food? It was real. I mean, now the stuff like on the shelves probably wasn't real, but those were, I'm pretty sure those are real hams. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might have fed some people afterwards. Yeah. Everybody comes down. It's like a big uh, buffet. Potluck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just love this show. Reminds me of my childhood yet again. <laughs> and they always had. They had this round bin, and you know, like at Best Buy, they would have like the $2 DVDs in these bins. Yeah. So they would have that bin there, but it would be canned vegetables. And you're looking for the Jolly Green Giant green bean can, and it would have a red star on it. And if you got that, it was an extra like 50 bucks or whatever it was. But man, just running through the aisles, 
And I remember they had VHSs in the corner for some reason. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever grabbed that. My brother and I will come up with the weirdest stuff and say, because this is how this is how they were selected. Like on Price is Right, it's like, you know, Jeff Callahan, come on down, you know, yeah. whatever. But the the announcer for Supermarket Sweep is like, who's got the strawberry Pop-Tarts and you're on? <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. And so it's like, it, it was just, and so every it, once in a while, my brother and I will be like, who's got blah, blah, and <laughs> you're on. And it would be. Just explain. It would be people in the crowd all holding yeah. different grocery items, and that's yeah. how, <laughs> that's yeah. so great. That's I how we were selected, that. not by name. Yeah, by a grocery item, the potato sticks. <laughs> You're on. It was a giant marketing scheme. It really was. It I remember. I remember there used to be like these giant inflatable things in the aisle. Like yeah, it was like a Tabasco sauce or something like that, and you carry <laughs> yeah. it and you get extra points. Yeah, exactly. You would have to grab that and run all the way back and throw it across the line and then go back to your car. Yeah. yeah. Man, I forgot. That was a good one. But anyways, yeah, great show. And they do have something similar on really? um, the Food Network. But you have to go, you shop, and then you cook on the show. Oh, that's no fun. But yeah, Supermarket <laughs> Sweep. And you talked about Shop to You Drop, which is another one. They went back to back. Yeah, yeah, it was basically supermarket suite, but you're at a mall. Yeah, and you get luggage. So, <laughs> but yeah, great show. And there's there's tons more that, that you and I kicked around, and we kind of mentioned them in, in between picks. So, yeah, yeah, I think we'll definitely do a part two. Yeah, well, I'll probably have to relist them. Yeah. To think about them again. <laughs> but, um, all right, well, that's. That's another show. I think that's our show. Another one down. Yeah. Let's uh, let's pick one from each other's list. You can go first. Okay. We have. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna oh, take Double Dare. Double Dare. Okay. Yeah. A because I, I wanna I wanna slide down into whipped cream and all that stuff. Like it was so <laughs> much fun. Like watching those kids. And Well and Crazy Kids was another one that like when when you think about it. I mentioned like getting your friends together to do it. I bet yeah. you that would be boring. Yeah, without the awesome theme music and hosts, you could yeah. probably you could probably easily call up Omar and he'd probably come to your house. But yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, my my pick is going to be my my pick is hard. I'm torn between Supermarket Sweep and Wild and Crazy Kids, but I'm going to go with Wild and Crazy Kids because I don't <laughs> you get know. To see Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, Jessica. I, I gotta think of her last name. Um, yeah, I like Jessica, but yeah, I, I liked it because it was it was simple. It wasn't they didn't try to do too much, and it wasn't too elaborate. It mm-hmm. was stuff you could literally do yourself. But it was done in such a fun way, and I mean, there there were no real winners or losers on the show. It was just a massive group of kids, ninety percent of the time, and they would just compete in games. There was really yeah. no specific format to it, but yeah. That's my pick. I like it, man. Jessica Gaines, I believe, was her last name. There you go. That's her. <laughs> Wonder what she's up to. <laughs> Look, I looked it up on uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and they have links for Donnie Jeffcoat, and they have links for Omar Gooding. 
Uh-huh. No link. Oh, for no. Jessica. They don't have like an obituary, do they? No, and they don't have one for Annette Chavez, who was who she was, was season later. one. Oh, no, she, she was? was season one. Oh, okay. And Jessica was season two, three. So, but anyways, to her? there there was a issue at one of the tapings. Maybe I don't know. Perhaps, but um, let's not forget to uh, let people know about our friend Adam. Yes, and his whatever survey podcast. Absolutely, really cool. And, and if you like what we do. He kind of, we kind of almost touch on the same stuff, but he does movie reviews and stuff. He gets his wife to join him as well to do a bachelor, bachelorette rundown occasionally. Yeah. He's it's also really... on Twitter. Sorry. As, he's also on Twitter as the bachelor critic. And <laughs> I, I didn't know, know this. I didn't know that. I didn't know this until he told me. Yeah. And he actually has. People from the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, the Bachelor universe, I will say, uh, following him and tweeting back at him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he knows a couple of them, I think. I believe he yeah. said one time. But, yeah, he, he's had a couple. Um, I mean, all the shows are good, but I, I do like the ones where, where his wife joined him because it's it's from a very different perspective. And mm-hmm. they uh, they complement each other very well. But, yeah, definitely check it out. It's It's a great great fun listen so yeah i enjoy it so, <laughs> that's it all right guys uh this has been another episode of the friday five podcast thank you for joining us please keep in contact with us like subscribe on instagram and facebook and yeah shoot us a voice memo let us know what some of your favorite game shows were and we'll air that in a later episode so once again i'm brent and i'm james Rex. <laughs> <laughs> and we will uh we'll see you guys next time all right <laughs>